Welcome to Imperfect Parenting. I'm Ariel Green Anderson. My name is Matt Anderson. We're bringing you raw, real, and unfiltered stories from around the world. Are you an IP parent? How much responsibility do we actually give our young kids, older kids? Where's the line and where do we need to make the difference? Coming up next. Hey, I'm Ariel Anderson, uh, coach, mom, creator, survivor, and manifesting mother. I don't know what I'm saying. (laughs) Anyway, it's great to have you here. If you are new, definitely subscribe. It's great to have a new set of ears influencing the energy that we're all in this circle together around the world. And I love sharing stories from around the world and listening to you from my heart and what you're asking for and what's coming up. And, you know, there's so much going on in the world right now that is it's just overwhelming my my soul and my heart. I wake up at night and think of the moms, the dads, the grandmas, the, the people in general who are suffering. And we may not be able to make things better directly. We can do what our heart and souls call to us to do, to help in different parts of the world that are suffering or around the corner, or maybe even your neighbor or someone in your own home, maybe yourself. There are moments when things are not the way they appear or are harder than anyone knows. And I hope that we can pay attention and find the way in which we can support people, not only across the world, but, you know, around the corner or, you know, look in the, in the mirror and see where you need help and support in a way that fits you and what you need. Uh, this is not the direction I had started the podcast on today, uh, but there is something inside of that that's connected to the topic today because when you're suffering and you're having a hard time or you're, uh, you've got something huge that is almost unspeakable or does feel unspeakable, that can influence how you are with your kids and uh, at the same time, It doesn't have to be that massive for you to still need support. And sometimes that support has to come from you because there isn't a mom, dad, or neighbor. Maybe you're new to an area or everybody's got their own stuff going on or you've got pride or whatever it is inside of you that needs to do your best to do it on your own. And there are so many different versions of that. Even when you have support, sometimes it it doesn't feel like support or there's something else going on. And this is connected how to the topic today? Well, you know, giving your your kids responsibility. Remember, you know, when you're making these choices, a lot of it has to do with what's happening in your life as well as for them. Now for them, for the kids, when you're thinking about giving responsibility, and I, I do believe that it's very important from the minute they're on this planet and they sort of acclimate, well, maybe not the minute, but even even that, there's something in that they need to communicate with you as babies to let you know what they need. And that's already starting quite early. And so that responsibility, in effect, is on them. Let, you know, let me know with your cry, with your look, with your 
whatever it is that you need something, your smell, (laughs) that you need something, right? And uh, if you're in a state of stress and you yourself are managing something, it's harder to really respond versus react to what your kids need. And if you feel overwhelmed, which many of us do in different moments, then giving your kids some responsibility can be important. Uh, One, for them, as I mentioned, it builds their confidence. It allows them to grow skills and understand the world a little bit better. Know that when you've got crap going on, the truth of it is that you are teaching your kids empathy because their life isn't perfect. I don't think any life is absolutely perfect, regardless of what it looks like, which is why this podcast even grew. Um, And remember that, you know, your kids need that. They need some responsibilities. It feels good. It also helps them feel autonomous, like they can do things on their own, which from a very, very early age is important. Now, depending on the personality of your child. Now that said, it doesn't mean that they don't often want to just kick back and relax and have, you know, us parents, uh, grownups do things. And sometimes that is very important uh, for them to be able to do and let go, just like you need to be able to relax and let go at times as well and not always be doing. So those two things intertwine. You need the ability to feel supported, which sometimes is going to come from your kids because you may not have other others around. It's also important for them and their growth and their experience. So remembering that when you're you're making decisions about how much responsibility to give your kids, uh, that's key. So thinking about what you need and how you need them as a grown-up and then taking that in and processing that with how old they are, who they are, because it's not just about age. You can read all these things you know, in online mags or parenting, whatever, listen here even. And it doesn't matter because who they are, where they are in their development, no judgment, where they are and who they are as people, sensitive, uh, they can only take on so much, they can take on a lot. Uh, All of that is going to be important if they've suffered any traumas. And traumas can be moving, going to a new school, um, watching their parents go through something uh, or other people having a death in the family, having big drama traumas like we've had in the world in different ways. There are so many versions. And just to keep into keep in mind when you're making decisions about what kind of responsibilities, I think that you know intuitively or on a gut level, you know your kids, your kid well enough to be able to make those decisions. And sometimes it's only in the moments where you, you let your authority or your uh, wisdom kind of come out from outside yourself. And I know I get that. There are moments where it's not as clear and you're like, what are the shoulds or what do you need versus what's possible? And what do I mean by that? I mean, sometimes you're going to need a lot more than your children or your child is able to do. And That means finding a way to get support inside your community, being brave enough to ask for it and be willing to give it back, you know, because there needs to be this circular thing. There are moments where it's going to be out of balance, where you ask for help and then they don't ask because they're not able to, or uh, you're not yet at a place where you can provide it, but it does come back around, not always from the same people that you gave it to or asked it from, just know that. And 
inside your own home for not only survival, but thriving inside of a family, that, that mutual responsibility is important. That means for cleaning up the house, for doing meals sometimes, for gathering their things to get ready for school or the night before the, the day of. And man, I will tell you, this is a tricky one. And I'm bringing this up because this morning we had this issue. And I get so mad. I had to get out of bed, you know, because I don't always do, I don't, I rarely do the morning routine. That's sort of what, how we've split things up, which I'm very thankful for, except that I get really pissed off when I have to run down because my daughter is crying at the bottom of the stairs because her dad has put so much pressure on her to get out the door and know where everything is and do everything. And she's just not a morning person. She might seem perky, but she's still a kid. She's still a kindergartner. And so that is important to recognize that there are times when if she can't find something, you can't just be like, well, you need to know where it is. We got to go. You know, I'm going to tell you, I'm going to, I'm going to swear here. So be ready for it. I am fucking sick of these masks. Okay. And I know in some parts of the world, you're putting them on like in WA, Australia, and I'm so sorry for that. And we're starting to take them off. So it's kind of like we're just done and we're so close that it's just ugh, get rid of them already. And I get really pissed off because it's already difficult to get out the door in the morning, to be out in the world, especially in the morning. It's just tricky because we're like waking up and trying to get food in the bellies and the right clothes and all that. And even if you prepare things the night before, sometimes just things aren't where there's they're supposed to be. You know that. And now you have that added piece of you're not going to be able to go to school if you don't have a mask. You're not going to be able to uh, be in school the next day if you stay home because you don't have a mask, because then you've got to, whatever, you, you've got to get tested, you've got to quarantine, you've got to, whatever, because there's a whole weird system that's in place now. So, <laughs> ah, Anyway, I just needed to say that, and sometimes I just need to say the fuck word to, you know, uh, amplify the reality. So this is inside of the responsibility thing, because you can say uh, you're responsible, but, you know, sometimes if things just don't happen for some reason, you don't get it ready the night before, whatever the things are, just remember that ultimately, it's sort of like being a boss, Right? Your employees are responsible for their duties, but ultimately as the boss, you are responsible responsible for making sure that happens, whatever it is that they're responsible for. You're meant to be overseeing it, support them, help them to facilitate, create, make happen, whatever it is that's their duty. And that's the same thing as a parent. Yes, you might have given them a responsibility to get their bag together, but ultimately to get out the door isn't, oh, we need to go. I have a meeting after we have this and I need to get up, go. No, you woke up at six <laughs> or whatever time you woke up, need to give priority to setting things up for success, allowing your, knowing if your child is a morning person or not, and then checking in earlier, making sure it happens either the night before or if it doesn't happen the night before, at the beginning of the day, check it. We have a list on the wall. Gosh, did it take us a long time to finally put it up on the wall because we had Natalie on uh, from uh, from Asia. And that was a while ago, actually. And she talked about this. And I thought, hmm, I remember when Natalie said, have your you know 
bedtime or getting out the door list, like all the things on there. What I did is I had, because Ella is still small, I did pictures next to them, you know, a toothbrush, a mask, and you go through the checklist. It's by the door. It's a nice, a nice big piece of paper, something you can even have your kids uh, go through and, you know, make pictures and color or be a part of it. We're going to redo ours, I think, for that reason. It's missing a couple of things. And have that and start it earlier, not the second that you're walking out the door. It comes back to that parachute analogy, which I've used before. When I used to jump out of airplanes, you didn't, uh, you didn't pull the cord on your parachute like, <laughs> you know, at 1,000, you know, where I don't want to say like 200 feet above ground, you you pull it at 1,000. Now, some people, you know, pull uh, a little bit early, uh, later because they are better at it. But anyway, the automatic reserve is going to go off for uh, novices anyway. We just don't tell them that usually. Uh, <laughs> around 1,000 feet. So you don't want it to get to that point. You want to pull before it gets pulled for you slash it becomes an emergency situation, like a really bad one. No bouncing off the ground, please. We don't want that in the morning with our kids. So, and with you, because your stress levels and your blood pressure is going to go up. If you have meetings or you have a place to be or you're on your way to work or whatever it might be that you need to do, when that agenda comes in through stress, it just slows things down. So what happened was, and it could have been me, that this happened to, but it happened to be with my husband that he was like, okay, we got to go. And then he just left. He went to the car. Now, maybe he was looking for a mask. Maybe he was doing something else, or maybe he was hoping she would just follow him. But instead, what happened is she became overwhelmed. She cried. She was not sure what to do. She was trying to get her shoes on. She didn't know where the mask was. She didn't know where else to go. Uh, to look for it. Uh, she didn't like the mask that she has. That's part of it is we have a gazillion masks and they seem to be worse than socks, by the way. How can so many masks disappear? But they do. Maybe they're inside the duvet cover or another shirt that we haven't worn. Or I, I have no idea where they're just literally getting lost in space. But man, I cannot wait for Friday to come where Ella will no longer have to wear a mask, at least at school. And the rest we can manage. But, you know, I don't know about you, but there's so many different versions of masks and they shrink and they smell weird and they have, you know, crinkly, crappy uh, fabric inside of it, which is itchy. I don't know about your kid, but mine is like, "Mm -mm, this does not work for me. I can't sit in this for seven hours. And I get her. I mean, imagine if you had to wear, you know, I don't know, I'm just making things up, you know, paper underwear or, you know, an itchy bra or contacts that didn't quite fit right. It's not fun. I mean, let's just get real about that. So <laughs> you have to respect it. But that's, you know, that was, you know, it's her responsibility to get out the door. Yes. But ultimately, we need to get her out the door in a way that makes sense. that lowers the stress because who wants to start the day with massive stress, right? So and as the kids are older, Yes, you can give them more responsibility, but again, remember that ultimately it's looking at the whole picture. And the more grounded you are, you know, that's a theme of mine, the better your sleep, the more space you give yourself, the more you're able to manage uh, the situation rather than react to it, and then it just ripples out. And it doesn't matter if your kid is five, three, uh, 
12, 35, there are still reactions that happen inside. They might just look different outside. So uh, remember that sometimes uh, just being aware of, yes, giving responsibility, being aware of the whole picture on that day, not just they're 12, they should be better, but what's happening on that day? Were they up late studying? Were they, is there stress at school? There's a relationship stuff going on. I don't mean just um, romantic, but also, you know, friends, teachers, other things, uh, after school activities. I know today is for us also kind of a high stress day because she has tennis and there's anxiety around that a little bit because the voice of her teacher is very loud or edgy or whatever it is. And she gets, feels sensitive to that. Uh, but though it has gotten better as we've kind of encouraged her to keep going forward. Uh, you know, it's there's so much responsibility that you have as a parent. And I get that. Oh, my gosh. You know, it's are they happy? Are they comfortable? Are they fed? Are they healthy? Are they, you know, do they have shoes? Do they still fit? Do they have the, the toys and books they have? Do they have too many things that are overwhelming uh, in the home? And how can we calm things more? Uh, there's so many things and that that's not even the thousand things that you yourself are doing for the home, for the family, for yourself, for others, for your work, for what you're creating on the planet. So today, I just encourage you to just find, just, I make it sound so easy, find where your center is, find what you need to feed your soul. Coming back to that theme, right? to be able to support your kids and yourself. How much responsibility? Well, you give them as much as feels right in the moment. You give them a little bit more in the moments when they have more capacity for it. And you trust that it it might be imperfect, whatever they do in the end, and that's okay. Like making cookies last night, and there might be flour around when she stirs it, but she didn't. And that was fantastic. In the past, it would have been more. That responsibility given and it worked out really well. Other times it won't. And that's okay too. Just remember, this all is about, you know, lowering your stress and theirs, helping them grow and you too, and we'll all find the way together. All right. Well, that's enough for today. I'm so thankful that you're here. Uh, Don't forget to subscribe. If you're new here, if you're returning, then it's great to have you here in the circle. And every Friday on YouTube, uh, live at 10 and 930 on the first Fridays of the month and in the evening. Uh, I usually do something too that week. I'm going to see what day that's going to be. Anyway, I love you very much. And I'm going to say that with my heart, even though I don't know you and you might be thinking, what? You don't know me. I do. I love you. I see you. I know that you're doing your best. Uh, We're all in this together Um, on an energetic level, always connected. And on another level, maybe we'll meet one day. Uh, Right now we're here and uh, you're not alone. Yeah. See you. Thank you for listening to our Very Imperfect Parenting Podcast. If you'd like a little more like live coaching sessions, then jump into facebook.com backslash IP parents. You can also write me at ariel at imperfectparenting.net or jump on that site for other resources like book reviews and other fun things. If you would just share with one person or let one person know about this podcast, that helps us a lot. As well, we have Patreon with extra privileges and Have a beautifully imperfect day. Thank you so much for being out there.